I've been here now for just a little over one year as pastor with you. And I've loved being, I'm loving being your pastor. It was really easy for me for this to feel like home. You welcomed me right away in Fort Saskatchewan. I tell people I didn't choose to come here, but if I had a choice of somewhere to go, it would be somewhere like Fort Saskatchewan. That as soon as I came here, I was welcomed. The daily mass goers, their devotion and joining me, the people that I journey with every day with mass, the teachers and the students in the schools and their welcome into the schools, learning how we can work together, the devotion of the students when they come to mass. I hadn't seen such pious children coming to school masses before. I've seen this community rally around and support one another through difficult situations. And not all of you might see this, but I have a wonderful staff that surrounds me, that looks after me, looks out for me, and makes it possible for me to be the priest that I want to try and be for you. I've loved being your pastor, and in the course of this year, I've learned to love you. Now that kind of sometimes might lack some sincerity coming through a microphone, but I do. I love you. I love being with you for all these good things, but because it's the gift that God has given me, is to be with you. And over the past year, I've been trying to learn kind of the history of your parish, where you come from, what our makeup is, kind of what are our needs, what are our blessings, and what is my role with you? Why has God brought us together in this place and in this time? Because ultimately that's what we're trying to figure out. It's what we're trying to live together. Why would I be placed as pastor with you in this time and in this place? And in trying to understand how I'm supposed to be your pastor, that's the question I'm trying to ask myself. Why here, why now? Because we're all called to grow. I'm not going to use the C word because nobody likes the C word, change. But we're all called to grow in our life of faith. So in what way together are we called to grow in our life of faith? For me, the question as your pastor is, how do I share the good news with you? Because the temptation for every young priest is to rely on his youthful energy to spread that gospel and to draw people in by that youthful energy. But the question that I have to continually ask myself is, when my time as your pastor comes to an end, will I have brought you into a closer and more loving relationship with Jesus? Because that's my job. That's my role as your spiritual father. If I leave and everything falls apart, then I've not done my job. Because it's not about me. It's about me bringing you closer to him. So how am I called to do that? Because when I reflect on how I'm supposed to live that, I think back to why I'm a priest to begin with. That God gave me a gift in my teenage years and my early adulthood of a growing gift of faith. And through that, he drew me to serve his people as a priest. But I'm a diocesan priest. I'm a priest for the Archdiocese of Edmonton. I will forever and always 
live and spend my life for the care of the souls of the people of this place. That's why I'm a priest. That's what God called me out of. That's why I love you, because you are the ones that I've been given the life to care for. And there's something special here. There's something special in Fort Saskatchewan, and I couldn't really put it in a concrete way, but I met the new pastor at the Alliance Church this week, and before he came here, he did a little bit of research. He called all the churches in Fort Saskatchewan, and one of the questions that he asked was, how many people attend services at your church on a weekend? And in Fort Saskatchewan, on any given weekend, 1,800 Christians go to Mass or to a service. We're a thousand of that 1,800 with mass goers here at this parish. That's a gift. But then when we stop and think about it, at the same time, we don't really have any other religious traditions in Fort Saskatchewan, but we have 26 plus thousand people. And so 1,800 doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of those that could be a part of our community. There's something special here, that we have this diversity in our Catholic faith. And I'm going to forget some, but in our parish we have Poles and Ukrainians, we have people from India, we have people from Africa, from the Philippines, all over the world. That's not something that every Christian church in Fort Saskatchewan has. We have that diversity among us of this representation of the universal Catholic church, but at the same time, we probably could do better in the way that we live together as a community and our unity together. We also have youth in this parish. We're not a dying parish. There's life here. We even have had the gift recently of another young man from this community going off to the seminary to discern God's will for him in his life. But at the same time, we have four Catholic schools in Fort Saskatchewan. And if even half those kids came to Mass on a regular basis, we need a new church. And so there's more. And you are here because you have faith. Your faith is a big part of your life, and so you make time for Mass. But could not each one of us allow our faith to be deepened just a little bit more? Because that's the warning from the prophet Amos in our first reading and from Jesus in the parable that he tells today. Both the people that God kind of chastises in the first reading and the rich man, they're both believers. They were both believers in God, but they became comfortable in their life of faith. They kind of found a niche place where it was good enough for them, and they became blind to where they needed to grow. We need to grow, always. And we know that. We know everywhere in our life the things that we value, we continually grow in them. And if we don't, if we kind of just hit maintenance, it stops growing. Whether that's in our job, we want to continually get better and grow in that. Or we help children continually grow. Or in your relationships, in your marriage, your love continually grows. Because if it doesn't grow, then it's receding. And so our life of faith is the same thing. We need to continually grow in our life of faith, otherwise maintenance won't be enough. 
will become blind to things that God wants us to see. A year ago, when I came here, and I don't know if all of you were here my first weekend, but I shared with you a quote from St. Augustine that kind of molds and shapes the way I try to be a priest. What St. Augustine said hundreds of years ago, he said, with you I am a Christian, for you I am a priest. And that's the way that I kind of try to live my priesthood. With you I am a Christian. Part of the reason that I'm here is because we're all in this Christian life together to try to find our way to heaven. And I'm with you in that. I am the same as you in that way. I am a baptized Christian trying to find my way to God. I don't have a better way than any one of you. And so we're here to help each other grow in that life of faith. And one of the things that we're going to do this year in the parish is there's going to be an opportunity for faith formation that you'll hear a little bit more about maybe in a month. An opportunity for all of us to come together and to learn how to deepen our life of faith through prayer and through the sacraments and to do that together as a community. Me with you. Because my faith needs to grow too. And that way, I make mistakes. I have made mistakes since coming here. I'm going to make more. But we're all going to make them together. Thank God for Christian forgiveness. For you, I am a priest. See, in the Christian life, I don't have anything more to offer than any one of you. There's people among you that can do parts of my job as a priest better than I can. But there's something that I can offer you that no one else can. As a priest, I can bring you the sacraments. I can offer you this gift from God in your Christian life. Through the Mass, through baptizing your children, through bringing the sacrament of the sick to you or to your loved ones in moments of difficulty, through marrying, through celebrating the rites of Christian burial, through confession. For us as Christians, as Catholics, confession is just as important as coming to Mass. So, not this week, because I'm not as organized as I'd like to be, but the week after. We're adding two times for confession in the parish. You'll be able to see them in the bulletin. But on Tuesday evenings before Mass and on Wednesday mornings before Mass, Father Daniel or I will be in the confession. We just finished it. Come and take a look and see what it looks like now. Pay a visit. We'll be there, waiting. And if nobody comes, we'll be praying for you. Because that's our job. Because with you I'm a Christian and for you I'm a priest. We're called to grow and we're going to grow together. The way that I see things is that we're going to try some new things. The bishop, when he sent me here, he said, what do you think? I was pretty daunted by the task. It seemed like a big parish to come to for my first placement as pastor with all of the parishes that surround. And I said, well, Your Grace, if you and the other priests that made this decision think that I can do the job, then I'm ready to go and make my own mistakes. So we're going to try different things, new things, because the old ways just kind of seem to be keeping us on maintenance mode. We want to break out of that. We want to grow in our life of faith.
we're going to try and do that together. It's going to come with trial and error. But we're trying to make our way to God. I'm just going to leave you with repeating the words of St. Paul from his letter to Timothy. As for you, people of God, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. 